lads and lasses, it's Moscow here coming to you live from the Outstanding Grime Corpse podcast. How are you doing, guys? We are doing fantastic. How the fuck are you? <laughs> I'm doing bloody well myself. Oh, it is God. quite a treat to have you with us yet again. Thank <laughs> yes. you very much. It's a treat to be here. I always have a good blather with you guys. It's always a grand old time. And so, <laughs> with that, you know, which just hit the ground running, Miss Moscow, mm -hmm. what have you been playing, listening to, and watching as of lately, if anything? Oh my God. Playing, uh, I have been playing Pokemon Go. Uh, not Pokemon Go, sorry, Pokemon X and Y. I've been replaying them. I restarted my game that had my completed Pokedex. And my shiny charm and everything because my friend recently went through a breakup and I've been trying to cheer him up. So I figured what better way to cheer him up than to play Pokemon together. So I restarted both my games, handed him one of my DSs and so we've been playing that. Um, other than that though, I've not really had much time. What have I been listening to? Oh my god, what have I been listening to? So I actually have briefly mentioned this on some of my videos. This is this is how sad my life has become. I'm like a, a an avid writer of Bleach fanfiction, and so the soundtrack that I've been listening to on repeat has been the burlesque soundtrack because there's one of the songs that was featured, and it just got me right back into the movie and the soundtrack again, and also the Great Showman soundtrack because let's face it, it's just outstanding, um, and also the Glitch Mob because I never seem to put them to sleep ever. So was it playing, listening to, and watching? I've been watching. I have just caught up with season three of Attack on Titan on Crunchyroll, um, and it's going very well. It's very weird, as you would expect Attack on Titan to be. <laughs> um, what else have I been watching, series-wise? Jeez, um, nothing. Like I've been watching like little bits and pieces, but nothing that stood out to me as like, oh, I'm definitely going to keep watching this thing because it's really good. I have been watching a lot of YouTube videos though, so here's what I've really been watching. I've been watching Shane Dawson's series on Jake, the mind of Jake Paul. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Right. It's sort of been all over trending and everything just now. So, um, so basically Shane Dawson's doing like a TV series sort of diving into the mind of him and is he a sociopath? Like what's been going on with him? And we're up to part, I think five or six, five of the series so far. And, uh, it's, I'm really enjoying that. That's really good. I'm also watching Dr. Mike, who is an actual YouTube doctor who is like on YouTube and he does videos answering lots of people's questions and he's just incredibly attractive, which is partly why I'm watching him, if I'm being completely honest with you. And uh, I found his video from like the Dr. Mike Reacts to House episodes that he done that were brilliant. And then he'll give his like medical reviews and opinions on medical TV series whilst he's watching them. But he'll also answer like questions and go over like how to be healthier. And he's just nice to look at, really. If I'm being honest, <laughs> he's just a nice little piece of eye candy. Oh, that's awesome! I will say, when House used to be a thing, I used to watch the shit out of that show. <laughs> yes, but it started to go like right downhill after like, because you know we had these primary group. And like the first two seasons, like Chase and Cameron and that, and I really loved Dame. And then he came into this slightly new group with like 13 and everybody. And I, I kind of like Dame and Tao. Um, and then the last group of people I didn't really like that much. So I, that's when I was kind of started, stopped sort of watching. Mm -hmm. 
it just got weird because every season there was always like a go-to disease that they would check for first. So it's like season one, it's like check lupus. for lymphoma. <laughs> and it's like season two, check for lupus. Uh, check, <laughs> and so like it, you would just hear like the same thing coming up every couple of times in the in each season. It was just it was comical to a point. Yeah. But the show itself, there was, I learned about some new and horrifying diseases from that show. So I mean, I guess there's it was interesting, but I agree. As the cast changed, it kind of went downhill, and then I just kind of fell off from watching it. But was... Hugh Lowry was uh, quite interesting to watch. That's so funny. Some he of the really one-liners he had were hilarious. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he was able to hide his accent that well, like people were flabbergasted at the fact that they found out that he actually was not even American at all, and he had no accent whatsoever. <laughs> Same with the guy uh, Tom Holland who plays Spider Man right now. Like people are are shocked when they hear his accent, how incredibly British he is. Right. <laughs> and for somebody for an actor so young to be able to hide his accent like that is obviously very talented. Right. Um. So yeah, I was uh, watching a, a lot of his interviews with the the Marvel cast and everything and it's just been so much fun because uh, <laughs> they're a happy bunch of people right <laughs> so I like watching think? the interviews with Tom Holland because every time he's on there with somebody else they're constantly silencing <laughs> him from giving out spoilers <laughs> like so what happens to this one he's like oh well and nothing they're Go not watch letting it. him have the, 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 the scripts or anything anymore. He's like reading fake scripts and everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, kid, you need to shut up for a couple of minutes. <laughs> That'd be me. Bad with secrets. <laughs> oh, man. So what about you, Frost? What have you been playing, listening to, watching? Anything? <laughs> uh, Yeah, actually. I, I for the have. First time finally. In a while. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Like you said, finally. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been a while. So I am on a lot of Netflix lately. Just a bunch of new shows came up that I started watching, mostly anime. And one of them is Our Last Hope. And I just finished it before we started this episode. Um, basically, humanity's last hope is this scientist that inadvertently brought about this apocalyptic change in evolution that caused Mm -hmm. these uh, organic robotic hybrids to start rapidly evolving and taking over humanity. Um, Really cool. It touches a lot on Schrodinger's cat, like that whole theory, Mm -hmm. Uh, dark and light chaos. Uh, There's a very light sprinkling of quantum physics in there. And it's all nonsense, of course, but it's still... It's a good watch. The characters are interesting. Uh, And there's another one I just started watching the other day that is The Haunting at Hill House, I think. It's a series. That one one was advertised to me, actually. It came up on my Netflix today. It's it's a little slow to start. I can see, like, I, I imagine it's similar to if American Horror Story had a script. Uh, or or a, or a coherent story. So they're actually building up to this, and they're talking about like these different hauntings and how it it's kind of like a Pulp Fiction type of deal. Only because you're it surrounds one family, but you're seeing in the past when they lived in this house and in the present of how this has has affected them 
you know, decades later and what it's doing to them. And it's just, it's pretty interesting to see. I've seen a couple of ghosts so far, but not, you know, I'm only on like episode three or so. So there's still a lot of like character and background building going on. Mm -hmm. But there's, there's some moments in there that people, not myself, would find scary. (laughs) Uh, There's something wrong with me where like, I I intentionally go to watch these horror type things with the hopes of like, I'm going to get an adrenaline burst and then I'm just watching. That sucks. (laughs) Boy, wouldn't like to be that guy. I told you many a time it's because of your military background. (laughs) It may. Once you get to a point where you wake up one morning and you're like, I'm probably going to die. Nothing really scares you anymore. Yeah, it's true. You can't imagine much good after that. It's amazing how little you start to give a shit about other things once you've just like had your life come back several times over. There we go. All right, what are we looking at? Oh, it's my uh, it's my my QR code for Pokemon Go because that's what (laughs) I've been playing. (laughs) I got my uh, I got my Deoxys from the EX raid, and he's very fancy looking, and um. Yeah. And as far as listening to goes, I went, I started going back to like late 90s, early 2000s, like pop punk and ska and such. So I've been listening to a lot of that, like Lesson Jake, Newfound Glory. You've been hanging out uh, with Sean again, haven't you? <laughs> no, I actually haven't seen Sean for a while, but he is the reason why a lot of those bands are, you know, In your on rotation. my playlist. Right. Yeah. Like he introduced me to Rufio and Aesthetic Lullaby and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Yeah, Rufio doesn't make me think the band honestly makes me think of Hook (laughs) oh same same absolutely but the band is the band is really good their guitarist is so fucking fast it's amazing and at the same time like he's still able to hold a melody and the songs are actually really good so I highly recommend Rufio oh and uh like really 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 old misfits like dancing old misfits (laughs) Like even even the restored CDs that have the terrible as hell audio quality to them. I've been listening to those. Uh, Static so Age. that's yeah yeah absolutely. Static Age is on there, and Gracie's barking. Been listening a lot to that today. <laughs> she's she's quite she's quite talkative today. All right, Gracie, what have you been playing, listening to, and watching? <laughs> She's been playing, trying to catch the squirrel, yelling at squirrels, yelling at sounds that she doesn't understand, yelling for no reason, and listening to herself yell. On the planet, doesn't it? Yeah, she she just wants things to know that she's there. Right. And she does a fantastic job of it. She wants to be heard and not seen. <laughs> no, both. And uh, I guess also for playing, Dawn and I played the new Mario Party, and that was pretty fun. It's actually, like, a legit Mario Party again. What a platform is that on? Is Switch. That on the, is it? Oh, I didn't know they brought out Mario Party for the Switch. I think it, it's maybe like a week old, so it, it just came out not long ago. But we gave that a shot. It, it was It's good so far. And... There's not as many not as many stages, but the ones that are there are more involved. So it's not just I'm traveling on this path around the board, like it branches off and you can choose what direction you're going and 
that you know like this path may bring you to more items this one may bring you towards coins this one has you know whatever so it's it's pretty interesting in that regard uh but yeah been enjoying that and just waiting for my pokemon let's go so that i can transfer (laughs) all of my gen one guys from my phone over to the switch okay so i have a question about that because i can't seem to find the answer anywhere so I okay. am going to be getting a Switch very soon um, because of the new Pokemon game I know because Mario Party. Um, but the new Pokemon Go, uh, no Pokemon, new, uh, Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu. Mm-hmm. If I pick the Let's Go Pikachu version, do I have to have Pikachu as a starter or can I have Eevee? Is it like still a choice? For that that particular question is, if you pick the Pikachu version, you start with Pikachu. That's oh, boring. In <laughs> Pikachu's version, you get Growlithe, and I really want a Growlithe, but I want an Eevee starter. But you can you can transfer your for, your Gen One Pokemon from Pokemon Go into the Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. So if you have a Growlithe on it, you know you just go outside and catch a Growlithe. You can transfer that into the Switch game. So it doesn't really matter which, like, pick the version with the starter that you want, and then you can just trade in whatever whatever you want from your mobile. Okay, that's a good point. Which also helps you with uh, with getting Meltan, because when you trade when you trade somebody from the cell phone game to the Switch, you get a box in return that when you open on uh, in Go spawns Meltan for about 30 minutes and then you can catch that and either yeah. transfer it back over or keep it for your gym battles or what have you. That's good to know. Yeah, if any questions ever come up about Pokemon, go right to it. Frost. I'm not even <laughs> joking. <laughs> I'll remember that. I don't, or just tweet them. I don't fuck around when it comes to Pokemon. That is true. <laughs> if you have questions about music or any retro gaming, I'm your guy. If you have anything Pokemon related, go right to Frost. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I want to be the very best. The, the I'm no not there already. <laughs> uh, you know, there are people that don't have jobs that have far surpassed me. Oh, God, that is so true. Because, I mean, yes. I'll even play certain like mobile games or whatever, and I'm just like, how the fuck do you have 13,000 points and I have six? Yeah. Oh, speaking you know speaking of which, uh, the mobile phone games like that, I've also started playing uh, Dragalia Lost, which is another Nintendo game. And it's uh, a brand new IP. It's like a little dungeon crawler with some combat and town building, and you can turn into a dragon and make weapons and all kinds of cool shit. <laughs> so I played that for several hours last night because I found out there was an event that apparently been going on for two weeks that ends today. Where you could unlock this new hero by using them in in battles and getting like points up to X amount, and I was like, "Well, shit!" So I spent like eight hours grinding this thing so I can get it. But that's cool. And finally, this will be my last one, I swear. Uh, I I heard of a cross promotion in Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. That oh my god! Is, remember that shit? <laughs> yeah, it's a lot different. It, they changed a lot of stuff. I mean, it's still boring as fuck. But... Yeah, I was going to say, it's more than just two platforms, and that's it. <laughs> it yeah. In the car and out of the there's, car. <laughs> there's, there's, more, there's more stuff to do in it now, but it's still very much similar to how it was. But they're doing a cross-promotion for Let's Go Eevee, where you get 
for just for logging in, you get like an Eevee hood to put on your character. And then what you can do is as you wander around, you can pick up Pokeballs off the ground and then exchange them for Pokemon themed furniture. So like I have this giant Pokeball rug and I can make like Eevee tables and you get an Eevee t-shirt, stuff like that. I was like, it's adorable. So <laughs> I'll get all of those things and then I'll just delete it off my phone again. I think I played that game for 15 minutes. Right. <laughs> it. I was like, I think so too. Like, yeah, we, we did all bring did it up at in some episode, point yeah. because you're on my friends list on yeah, that one. I was like, I yeah, I see it here. It hasn't played in like six months. Right. <laughs> and that's, that's my whole list all the way down. My mom's playing it now and she's like, it, it's okay. It's kind of boring. My mom actually played the GameCube Animal Crossing and enjoyed the living shit out of it. That's so Do you know awesome. what they need? They need like a, an open online world Animal Crossing where you and everybody else in the world can literally log into certain servers and set up your residency, like your own little house there. And when you walk around, you're walking around with all of the other people and you can like, like if you get close to people or you add them as friends, you get like keys to their house so you can go into the house even when they're so not there. So you can break and, in and steal their shit. Yeah, like or move, <laughs> just move the furniture. <laughs> Oh, well, you know there is going to be an Animal Crossing on Switch. Yes, I know. That's another reason yeah. why I'm getting one. <laughs> I love the fact that Isabel is going to be a fighter in the new Smash Brothers, too. Which, <laughs> that that reveal video was just adorable. Hilarious. It was she's so like, funny. they want me to be in Smash Brothers. <laughs> or they want me to smash, they want to smash me. That's what she said. I was like, oh, the fairy crowd just got wet. <laughs> <laughs> That's so wrong. It is. Oh, but I, I'm, there's so many cool things coming out for Switch. Like it is. Sometimes I get buyer's remorse when I get a new console, and I have not experienced that with the Switch yet. Everything has just been fantastic so far. I will be buying a Switch very soon, so I'm very lucky that at work, um, we have just been bought over. I don't know if it was news over there or not. We've been bought over by Comcast. I'm sorry. I've my whole company bought over by Comcast. I don't know if you know who Comcast are. Uh, we do. It's they right were, they here were the in Philadelphia. The giant yeah. building is literally in our skyline right now as I'm having this conversation with you. They they own the stadium where my favorite hockey team plays. Nope. Well, we are now owned by them. So the buy through the buyout is going ahead just now. Like we were in, it was the longest UK ta- it was the longest takeover in UK history, and they had to create like all these rules because basically it was Disney and Fox versus Comcast, mm-hmm. and their final offer Comcast just totally outdid Disney, um, and Fox. Um, obviously I know which one I would have rather have been owned by. You know, <laughs> I would have much rather Disney because then I could go to work wearing Disney ears. But you know, it's fine. Um, so you we are still now... can. People will just look at you funny. Yeah, it's true. Um, so now we are going to be owned by Comcast. And the good thing about that is I had Cheers and Sky that I bought. Um, I bought like something like uh, almost a thousand shares at £6.88. And the takeover price is £17 something per share. Nice. So I'm getting back not only all the money I put in, but also the extra. Your profit, on right. Of that. That's yeah. awesome. Congrats on um, that. So thank you. When that, I'm waiting for that to come through. And a huge chunk of that's going to be put towards my Japanese trip coming up. Um, but I also i am going to be using some of that to buy a Switch. Because <laughs> I've been so skint and 
since I moved out and moved into this place, I've been so skint for money that I'm like, I'm not been able to afford to buy anything like a Switch. So now I'm like, I'm getting a Switch. Right. I needed more people to play with, so I bought one for my sister as her <laughs> birthday slash Christmas present. I was like, look, this is your gift for the year. Like, you're not you getting anything for Christmas because this is it. Yes, you can. Can you? Cool. So I could add you guys in. Absolutely. Hey, cool. That's pretty cool, eh? That's not too bad. Now, speaking of the Switch and everything, um, I don't know. It, I know I texted it to Frost, and he was just like, what? Who is doing this? But I don't know if you saw this, Miss Moscow. Because this is also someone who's been on this show and someone that you know, Miss Diane Jennings from mm -hmm. Ireland. Yes, yes, Did you yes. see her P.O. Box video? I, I saw some of it. I saw the first one. I've not seen the most recent one. Why okay. did somebody buy her a Switch? There's a more recent one where literally she opens up all these things and it's all kinds of like dog toys for her dog Chewy and everything else. And literally, she's like, all right, so this is the last one. And it was like actually like a pretty big package. And she literally opens it up and she goes, what? And then she starts, like, shaking, and I'm like, oh, my God, what the hell is this? Because you can't see, like, what she's looking at or anything because it's, like, out of frame. And then all of a sudden she It was just... a horse's head. Yeah, just like in Godfather. <laughs> and she Insane. literally holds it up, and it's literally a freaking switch, and I'm like, this can't be, like, real. So I'm wow. thinking, like, it's just the box or whatever, but no, it literally was a legitimate switch with Mario Kart. So someone That's over amazing. here in the States gifted her a switch and a game. And I'm really surprised that it even made there in the first place. <laughs> wow. I'm just wondering, what are we doing wrong? Right. Because... <laughs> Man, did, did, I, did your I gift come from us yet? <laughs> did, did yes, you... it's in the back of my car. I went and picked up, I went and emptied up my PO box recently as well. Nice. And I've got another few postcards and everything there too. Um, so the stuff's in the back of the car, but I didn't want to open it until I was doing like another PO box unboxing type video. Woohoo. I'm looking forward to that one then. So then that means if she got hers, then Shannon must have her have hers as well because we sent out a gift to you and to another one of our past guests, Miss Shannon Keenan, who is best friends with Diane Jennings. So, so ironically, there's like that Diane full circle. Jennings, and um, we are going to collab. Yes. My only thing is, is that like I'm trying to work out the logistics because she's all on board with this, but we're trying to work out the logistics of doing like a online collab type thing because we want it to be. Obviously, we want it to flow, and we don't want it to be too scripted. But like, we're I'm struggling to work out the logistics of how we go about doing something like that because it is going to have to be somewhat scripted. Mm -hmm. uh, but we we are going to be doing a collab at some point. I'm wondering though, if, did I just wait for my money to come through from like this buyout and then just take a trip straight over and do a collab <laughs> in person? Hmm. That might be easier. Yeah, yeah that I, could I, be. I've not even I've not even spoken to her about that yet. Like I just turned up on her doorstep, like, "Hey, remember me, <laughs> the, the weirdo from Twitter?" Right. <laughs> well, how long would a flight from Livingston be to Dublin, Ireland? Like an hour? Yeah. You could you could probably just take the train and be back that home. That is The same day, it's yeah. pretty easy. I mean, hell, I used to commute from London to Guildford, and that took me like two hours. If I was going over, though, I'd want to probably stay for a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. um, maybe reach out to some of the other Irish guys and try and do a couple of collabs whilst I was there. Well, um, they're all guests of ours on this show, so if you need names and, and addresses and things like that, let me know, and I'll give you everybody's freaking Absolutely. Twitter handle and everything. <laughs> Definitely, that'd be great. I, think I was going to say, you might want to ask them first before we start giving <laughs> out their personal information. Well, I don't have actually their addresses, you know, it was just me being more 
emphasizing Creepy. the yes, yeah. exactly that word too. But a vast majority of the people. Sean, see if I ask Sean. Do you think Sean would be up for coming? Be a thing like Sean Not vlog. Sure. Yeah, Sean vlog. Yeah, I was gonna say, is he back in Scotland or is he still yeah, in he Brazil? Is okay. Something terrible jet lag though. He's um. We were actually texting today. We were talking a lot about the state of YouTube and Twitch and like our content and me and Sean talk very in depth about a lot of this kind of stuff. Right. Um, so let me just text him and be like, Hey Sean, fancy <laughs> a trip, fancy a trip to Ireland. Right. It would literally be center city, Dublin. If you want to be like more precise as to where it would be. Yeah. Cause yeah. Diane's from the South. A lot of the people that are from the tri channel are from the North, but I think they film everything right in center city, Dublin. Right. Cool. But not everybody from the Tri-Channel is from Dublin. They do have plenty of people that are not from there at all, and you can hear it in the accents. <laughs> John's just hoping one day he'll be one of those weird accents on Tri. That would be awesome. You know what? They actually had a uh, one of their, like I guess, biggest fans, or however you want to call it. She's almost like a moderator in a way, which literally she was just like how you and I are, just a fan of them. And she would just like always end up in the comment section constantly. And all of a sudden they were just like, who's this girl, Nadia? And then eventually Nadia and her mom took a trip over to Dublin and actually hung out with all these people for like a month. And at one point they were actually thinking about actually having her in for the actual shooting of a, uh, of a try video. But originally this was also when fax was even around. And then obviously there was like that two month layover where it finally changed so I don't know if they ended up doing something and it just hasn't aired yet or if they just totally scrapped that idea because they don't have like enough yanks to bring in there or whatever or what the hell happened. But I know some people actually did. <laughs> One is more than enough. Right. Exactly. We ruin everything everywhere. <laughs> and uh, but I know that Nadia actually did do collabs with some of the people from the tri-channel, i.e. Shannon, Diane, etc. But. Either way, like, they all know who this girl is, and she literally was just a fan that was just constantly, like, moderating the, the comment section and everything, too. So, again, they always say, never meet your idols, but you never fucking know what's going to happen. Because if I never reached out to Moscow, this would never happen, either. Yeah, that's very true. That is very true. This Sometimes is... you just have to try something. There you go. Checks in the mail, as, uh... as Colin and Kelly would say, checks in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> but also let me mention yeah, I need um, a soundboard so I can just play a cash register sound every yeah, time exactly. I like, drop something for someone I know you have the capability of doing it with all that equipment that you have over there mm, I don't have all the equipment but <laughs> right. I'm working on it but when we had Colin and Kelly from the tri-channel on and we were just literally just taking the piss and everything else as we normally do in the beginning of um, pre-recordings and everything and I told them, you could say any swear word you want. You can even say the word cunt. And I said the very first person to ever say it was our favorite Scottish YouTuber. And, and Colin literally cut me off. He goes, yeah, I'm not surprised it was a Scotsman that said it. <laughs> <laughs> very true. But it's then true I mentioned I mentioned who you were, and they knew exactly who you were, and they were also legitimate fans as well. So, again, oh, you never know who knows who you are and vice versa. So that's another great thing about YouTube is it's big, but it's not too big. Like, it's still independent. But everyone kind of knows each other in some way, form of fashion, if not personally, at least in some level. Yeah. And that's a thing that yeah. I personally like about it. Because even I've been, just like yourself, I've been kind of like going back and watching all the YouTube videos that I missed from all the people that I loved watching. And I would just binge watch the shit out of all of them. 
Like, I haven't watched Jenna Marbles in a while, and she used to make me cry from laughing so hard. <laughs> I loved Jenna Marbles, but she stopped doing a lot of that content that she used to do when it was, like, uh, drunk makeup tutorials and stuff, right. all that kind of stuff. You now know, it's more about um, her dogs, and being an, yeah. an avid dog lover like myself and, of course, Mr. Frost, who has two of them, it's just even funnier just seeing people... If you don't have pets, then you can live vicariously through other people who have pets and just go with it that way. <laughs> that is true. That is very true. It's like families that have have children and how they look at people that don't have children. Like you just don't understand. It's like right. I have dogs, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> my children are better. way cooler than yours. <laughs> Mine listen to me, and they don't talk back because they and they don't try to bite me when i hug them you know children do (laughs) (laughs) oh man my fur babies are housebroken john John could see before my camera was working on on your side i was just sitting on the floor behind dawn while i was just getting mauled by my two dogs (laughs) it looked like cozy though it looked like good fun oh they're they're lovely Apparently, dogs are meant to like be like have so many health benefits and things like you know hugging a dog and petting a dog is meant to like reduce anxiety and stress right. and like up the levels of serotonin, the happy hormones, and blah, mm. blah 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 blah. It does. It really does because I am not happier until I am just like covered in dog. Right. <laughs> I'm right there with you. I I I laid down on my futon in the office yesterday because I was playing on my phone and before i knew it i had willow laying on my chest and i had gracie on my legs i was like i'm okay with this <laughs> it's so that's 60 pounds of dog on my chest but i'm, I'm okay with it <laughs> she means well right, johnny i don't think we've heard from you but what you've been watching listening to playing <sighs> let's see what have i been playing listening to watching um god really making me as of right now I'm kind of scatterbrained because I'm also packing to go on a trip in a few days. I'm leaving to go to western Pennsylvania and then end up in Cleveland to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and then end up in Toronto, Canada and then be there for a few days and then come back home next week. So as far as watching or playing, it's slim and nil, but due to the fact that since Mr. Frost finally pushed me over the edge to get a Steam, yes, I finally have a Steam, <laughs> Um been playing the Friday the 13th game on there. Uh, what is it? Puzzle Killer or Killer Puzzle, whatever the hell it is. Mm-hmm. Definitely been doing that. I haven't gone back and tried to finish um, a game called Bear With Me, where it's literally about a teddy bear that's a detective. And I was calling Frost on the phone being like, what the fuck do I do? You're better at these point and click games than I am. <laughs> and he's like giving me answers and never even seen the game. And, and I'm sure he knows how to beat it and never even looked at it. Like, some Probably. people just have that mentality for those types of games where I'm definitely more platformer or beat-em-ups and Frost is everything else. So, like, if I ever have questions about RPGs, I would go right to him and he would have it, like, there it is. There's my answer. <laughs> Here's your strategy. Make sure you have these items. <laughs> right. And as far as listening goes, I really can't even remember what the hell I've even been listening to. Again, because actually... Listening just the other night, since I did mention that I was watching, yeah, that could even go with the watching was uh, all the YouTube people and everything. But even just last night, um, I saw that 
Jen Hatton, who was a former guest of ours, had a new video come out with the Wind Up Merchants. And I was just like, you know what? I haven't seen or heard from Jen in a while. So I actually went back and listened to our episode with her. And then it kind of just like went on random and it just played even more episodes. And then I ended up falling asleep to our own show and then woke up to our show. And now here I am on our show. (laughs) (laughs) So practice. Yes, exactly. Um, because the last time we actually had a show was when Shannon came back with Demi, and that that show was fucking hilarious. Uh, so maybe that that'll have to be something that we actually end up doing with you, Moscow. Bring the twins. Oh my god, no! Because that's what we did. Oh. Because Shannon on her page had her little sister; she's only eleven years old. Come oh and make god. a few collabs with her, and people could not stop laughing at like the friendship slash sisterhood between the two of them and just like how they feed off of each other because Shannon's like so grounded and Demi, her one sister is just so wild and rambunctious and chaotic. (laughs) (laughs) So literally if you brought the twins, it would just be literally just romp a room and just let them go. (laughs) I could not keep up with what was going on. And then the worst part of that was I finally had like sage, like life advice for the youngster and She's like, yeah, I'm playing Fortnite now. <laughs> and even Shannon's oh, yelling at her, being okay. like, he just told you the most important thing, and you're not even listening to him. <laughs> I was like, eh. Oh, well. Would you like to relay that message again to Miss Moscow? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious now. It was actually good uh, info. I I have a thing. My sister is very much an artist, and she gets frustrated sometimes because she as we all do we look at someone else's work and we're like oh we'll never be that good so i had to let her know that art is only 10 percent talent and 90 percent bullshitting people into thinking that what you're doing is any good <laughs> and that's and you can once you have that frame of mind and you look at other people's work you can see it where it's just like, all right, yeah, this is uh, this is shit, and they just have a lot of a uh, lot of people that don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> they sold it well. Uh, Look at music to... nowadays; it's all it is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> music yeah. is effortless, and yet everybody still keeps listening to it. Whereas me, I'm still listening to music from the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s. <laughs> yeah, well, like you said, I just went back. Christ, two decades to listen to music. Right. And I'm still trying to learn how to play (laughs) instruments and such. So it's just, you know, I I want music to be good. And like, yeah, I could do the same thing that a lot of these other people are doing because I have a program on my computer where I just take a bunch of sound clips and then weave them all together and call it a track. Right. But I didn't make anything. I just arranged a bunch of sounds and that was it like these are all royalty free clips of things like i i've done intros with them they did have (laughs) they it took me 15 minutes (laughs) and no talent whatsoever this is why this is why i quite like um even although i'm not a massive fan of all of his tunes i really like ed sheeran i've got a lot of respect for him as an artist because he writes all his own stuff he's just when he goes on stage it's just him and a guitar it's not like the big fancy stage production it's literally just guy and his guitar just popping out tunes right 
Yeah, I, I can I can honestly say, and this is me patting myself on the back, but unlike a lot of modern musicians, I can read sheet music. Mm. And yeah. I don't think a lot of a lot of these kids necessarily can anymore. Probably not. Which is just sad because it's just dots and lines. Well, in saying that, Lindsay Sterling notoriously cannot read street sheet music. Mm-hmm. She can't write it either, but she can hear a tune and play um, instantly. Right. I think the, I think you get some people that are just so raw talent um, that they don't study the theoretical side of music. Um, and I think that's like her story. And then you've got some people that will study all the theoretical side of music but have no talent. That's very rare nowadays that you get somebody that has both. This is, is true. very true, yeah. One of the most amazing feats of, of music that I have ever seen, and you can actually research this and take a look at it yourself, but the basically the movie that brought animated to the States, uh, Akira, all of that music, the whole soundtrack for Akira was written mathematically. Like it was, it was not composed by trying to relay a, an emotion or a feeling, but they were actually using mathematic equations to determine like what would be most pleasing and how this should work with this pentameter and then this scale and these octaves and that entire soundtrack is beautiful Mm -hmm. and amazing and it was written essentially by machine written by code (laughs) and it's it's just it's an incredible feat that everything can be summed up by numbers to a certain degree right so, I mean, even if you don't have the creativity to create your own tunes, you can figure out some math to do it for you. <laughs> That's impressive, isn't it? it? It was. I watched Everything my... in a digital world can come down to code. Yes. Every... Shit, just everything in general can come down to mm-hmm. some kind of code, which is amazing. That's literally so, how I think. Like, to me, everything is numbers. Like, I'm at work, and I'm like, all right, I know I need this many, and then it'll end up being this many, blah, blah, blah. Literally, everything to me is numbers. So I totally get exactly what you're saying. And, Moscow, have you ever seen that movie before, Akira? No, I've not, but it Do has yourself been highly a favor and It is so good. Definitely go check it out. Because, is like, it on for Netflix? Us, or... I don't know if it is, is it? I don't know. I mean, it's from the 80s. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's it's been... It was it was a manga and it was adapted to film. Did they end up doing a live action Shit. one too, or no? Christ, I hope not. That was I know there were like teasers of like fan made versions of it, and it actually was not bad. No, it's it's not that. I mean, Christ, I hope not because I don't want to see end of movie Tesuo in real life. That would right. just be ugh, awful. The brainchild, yeah. literally. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. No, I don't want to see that. that I, feel, I hate a lot of ad- that. Like, I hate a lot when they try and do anime. Because the thing is, the thing that I really like about anime is I love a lot of the character designs. Like, mm-hmm. that's a huge draw for me for anime. Is some of the character designs are just beautiful. And then you look at the, when they try and make these characters look human and then right. it just ruins it and you're like oh my god they look so unattractive like you should not they, have even because that, that those crazy hairstyles don't translate well into it's, reality exactly. but speaking of which did you see on netflix the live action bleach movie i, I did see that 
I didn't watch it, but I did I, say it. I, I, I was saw, actually I saw that it's a it. thing that exists, and out of sheer morbid curiosity, I'll probably watch it later, not expecting anything. But Death Note was actually really good, and Willem Dafoe's in it. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, he does. He does the voice of the demon whose name I can't remember because I'm not a super Death Note fan. Um, and they did a live action Full Metal Alchemist, which again was surprisingly well done, even though the CGI is a little bit dated. Mm-hmm. But just seeing like a real life uh, Edward was really cool. The giant suit of armor. Right. That's Alphonse, but yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Alphonse. Sorry. Alphonse. That's right. I always get them confused for whatever reason. That's right. <laughs> At Alf- Alphonse being the giant suit of armor, Edward being the the little big brother. <laughs> yep. But it it was really cool, like how it was done. So that was interesting. I, I enjoyed that quite a bit. Uh, so maybe the bleach one will be cool. But uh, I don't know. So, it just seems so weird. So so long as my dude Kimpachi's in there, I don't care. <laughs> oh, I don't know how I feel about it's that. It's just terrifying. And he knows he's me. a great character. He is. For <laughs> I'm assuming that you haven't seen this job, but Kenpachi is this enormous, evil-looking samurai with this busted-up blade, who just cannot be beaten. Yeah, he's. Yeah, uh, he's fought the main character on numerous occasions, and his mere presence nearly killed the guy. <laughs> like him just being in the same pro. He had so much power that he nearly just crushed him like that alone. And then you find out later on, like he's got an eye patch. It's not because he's missing an eye. It's because it's got this thing on the other side of it that's like sapping his power away from him that he uses to like handicap himself so that he can train harder. Otherwise, killing everything is just way too easy. Too easy. So this dude is a beast and he's horrifying and then at the same time he's like one of the most loyal characters in the entire series who's just like the coolest dude ever he's just fucking terrifying although there is somebody that he he is equally terrified of but you do not ever find it out in the anime because they stopped doing the last arc and that is the captain of squad four um unaha unaha Ohana, Ohana, I can't remember her name. Uh, but she, yeah, yeah, she's like the medical professional that nobody expects to be strong, and she's the one person he's never been able to beat in battle. But you don't find that out until like the final arc, and then that's when it became like a big thing, like a big meme about just how terrifying she is and how nobody makes her mad. Oh, and she's another one. It's like that that she has this immense power, and she is like just the most calm and docile person in the whole series. She she takes on like a motherly figure she type does. of type My of favorite will forever like, be Toshiro. Fuck everything up if she really wanted to. Yeah, she could. Toshiro and Byakuya, Byakuya are my two favorites. They are because I like Byakuya's Bonkai. So it's like a, a, they're, they're sort of these cool moves that they can like take other forms and has scatters and a petal like blossom petals. But each one of them is a tiny little blade and he just shreds people into pieces with like all of these cherry blossoms. Um, so it's like a beautiful but incredibly deadly, sick, twisted way of, of dying effectively. And then Toshiro is one of my absolute favourite characters just because of the whole 
I like the fact that there's like one captain among them all that doesn't squabble and like doesn't take anybody's shit and he's like 13 years old. <laughs> oh, he's got the the ice dragon thing. Yeah, that's yeah. cool too. Cutie Maru. Yeah, it's it's a good series. It got a little weird, like I want to say probably the third season. It started getting a little out there because they have uh, there's a character Cone who yes. is basically like a, a stuffed lion who has <laughs> a substitute soul that is like in him. So you like, you know, you pop this little pill and this thing takes over your body and injects your soul for whatever reason. There's there's purpose to it. It just sounds ridiculous if you haven't seen the rest of the show. But this little pill is put into this stuffed lion and he is just like a jerk. And he he's basically scrappy do of the <laughs> of the series. That happens in season one. That's not even yeah. later on. Like season but, it, it, but in season three, they bring three more into the mix. Oh, that's season four and five. Oh, okay, Maybe four. Season three is like when Gein and everybody sort of take <clears throat> off to the other world. Um and each oh, goal that's right. sing. Um that's the end of season three. I'm trying not to give too many spoilers away when I'm talking about this. But anyway, we've just prattled on about Bleach for ages. Sorry, everybody, that's yeah, probably not why. But it was a, it's, a, <laughs> it's surprisingly a good series for what it's it so is. A lot you of the shonen should... ones are kind of nah, hit or miss. You should read the fan fiction that I'm currently writing with my friend um, because I am going to be advertising it across my platforms. I've already mentioned it in two of my videos. And I'm going to be advertising this because we're trying to sort of revive a little bit of the Bleach community because we feel like a lot of it has died recently. So we're like, we've been working on this this fit together. We planned it, and it's fucking huge. It's going to be a beast when it's finished. Like one of our chapters is already over fifteen thousand words long, and that's just a chapter. Um, but there's another chapter that we're planning that is definitely going to be about twenty thousand words. All in all, we're looking at about uh, over a hundred thousand words for this thing, and it's probably going to have a sequel as well. Um, so I will be advertising this, even though it's not really set in the canon universe. But that's why I'm advertising it because I feel like anybody that hasn't even watched Bleach could jump in and read this and be okay with it. They wouldn't get a lot of the in and outs and the jokes and why characters say certain things or maybe certain subtle hints. That you'd only really get if you knew the series, but like it's not going to be so full of that that it would be not able to be read by anybody else. Like I've got my best right. friend. I've I've it. seen fan fictions that were so esoteric that even if I was a fan of the series, there's like all these subtleties and like winks there that I didn't pick up. It's like I can't read this. This is crap. <laughs> <laughs> this no, is ours, this is too insidery. Ever's are are so subtle that it would only be bleach people that could really pick them up so like for one thing it's set in the winter olympics and the two major athletes are rukia and tushiro which if you know they have ice types on pop toes which is why we chose them effectively for the winter olympics in their sports this is a crossover for yuri on ice isn't it <laughs> yes. Because I know it's like your two favorite things, and you just want to kind of coalesce it all together. <laughs> Which is why I'm right. Yuri, Yuri's Zampato is actually the blades on his ice skates. <laughs> and when when he when he does his bankai, <laughs> so awesome. they they turn black, and he can skate in thin air. But... <laughs> well, we've got a snowboarder as well, though, so, so we're even. We're trying to even it out. We've got skiers there too, so we just didn't want any bobsled people because we were like, that's not really a sport. 
<laughs> Unless you're from Jamaica. Uh, such a funny, funny movie. That is such a good movie. Good old Bleach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting for like the comprehensive Bleach fighting game that Dragon Ball Z keeps getting. So I'm waiting for Bloody, the last arc, to get animated. Like We're waiting on them bringing the anime back for the final arc that never got animated because it was so chock-a-block full of filler that everybody got sick of it and its ratings went like really downhill. And I was going to say, because the end of the... the I didn't know there was another arc, mm-hmm. and the end of the last one just kind of leaves you hanging. And mm-hmm. I, I was like, how are they going to end the series on this? Well... See you later. (laughs) No, the last arc is so good because it's like, it's the Thousand Year Blood War, I think is what it was called. And it's basically, you know, the Quincy's that the Soul Reapers destroyed, they come back um, and they'd been building up an army for like the amount of time that Soul Reapers thought that they were deceased. And then they come back and they sort of kick ass inside the Soul Society and start killing every, like major characters get killed off. Um, like for once they actually do actually kill people um, and the, the whole fight sequence and everything is, is great and then you get to meet like a division zero there's a division zero and they're up with a king and everything and it's there's so much really good content in this final arc and I'm like oh I would love for them to like animate this I think it would be amazing because then you get to see Toshiro's Bonkai like when it's fully matured you also get to see Rukia's Bonkai. Like, there's so much stuff that happens in this. It's just so cool. I would like to see, you know, what kind of... Because uh, the Quincy's that she mentioned, there's one of those that's in the first season that follows the that follows them all the way through. Mm-hmm. And he, he hates the Reapers at first, and then he ends up joining up with them and ends up being friends. So it would be nice to see, like, that conflict he has between his people and you know his new friends and how well not even new friends at this point they they've been together for years afterwards yeah. uh but it'd be nice to see like how he deals with this because the last i saw he had lost his power mm-hmm. uh and there i think there's like some way he could get it back but it was like you know your anime trope of some stupid impossible task and yeah uh but it would just be nice to see, like, would he rejoin his people or would he try and defend his friends or would he just be collateral damage in this war that he's no longer looking for? So no I'd like spoilers to see how that for me, works. but you have to. I would, I, I really want them to animate it because I think it would be amazing. It would be so good if he did. But bring back, hashtag bring back bleach. <laughs> We'll put that well, in the I mean, if, of the episode. If they, do it, if they do it every 15 years for Berserk, why can't they do it for Bleach? I know. Exactly. I just yeah. hope that they, for the next iteration of Berserk, I really hope they get like a decent animation studio to do it, because this season two was garbage. I don't even, I don't even know what, what anime it is you're talking about. Berserk? Yeah. Uh, uh it start, it's medieval, starts off following a mercenary Guts who ends up getting recruited by another band of mercenaries. And then you find out like Guts has this brand on his neck that just constantly causes, causes him pain and whatnot because it's a demon's brand. 
and he is being followed by demons and near the end of the golden age story arc uh after they build all the characters and introduce everyone they basically kill everyone and introduce all the demons and you're like oh shit so all of that was done over it's a lot of episodes but (laughs) it's really good like my golden age is probably my favorite part of the series and then they ended that like 15 years ago where the demons just finally start to take over and then cliffhanger cut it off to like no more so i want to say late last year season two was animated and released on crunchyroll but it's it's a whole different animation studio. So originally it was hand drawn and just gorgeous, really well done. Season two is CGI and just no. clunky. And if you've seen uh, Kimono Friends, it's like that. It's just the most mm. garbage animation I've ever seen. And I so, hate that because I love I love when something is animated so beautifully. Um, like I have a really strong appreciation of anime that have like a really nice polished finished look to them like a lot of the movies do um, so I tend I, I will admit I'm a bit of an animation snob if it doesn't look like it's well animated I will not watch it mm. no I mean it's it's completely fair especially in this case because it was done really well and then they're like oh yeah well we're going to do it with like an eighth of the budget and hope that it sticks and it doesn't no. But I highly recommend there is a there is a movie on Netflix that basically sums up the whole Golden Age arc in Berserk. I highly recommend watching that. Um, it takes out all the filler and makes it into a digestible sized movie. Well, the next thing on my list to watch is My Hero Academia because everybody and their gran is talking about that right now. Yeah, I got to watch lost. season two. <laughs> I got to watch season two. I haven't haven't gotten that far yet, but that is a that's another really good one. You know which one I'm looking forward to, and it's coming out very soon. Castlevania season two. Fucking A. That's Fucking another one on my a. watch list. So Rab, one of the Kilted coaches, has been like telling me I need to watch it because it's only like four it's episodes. Four episodes in the very first yeah. season, exactly. Yeah, you could watch it in a day. I watched it. I watched the entire thing beginning to end last night. Actually, you can watch it like a movie because it's only about two hours worth. Yeah, yeah it's true. You can. I know. It's definitely on my watch list as well. I've got the two of them on my watch list. Just caught up with uh, Attack on Titan season three. Like I was five episodes or something behind, and then today I had some time whilst I was doing like work around the house and everything. The only thing that's been putting me off it though is because it's subtitled, and uh, my and my Japanese lessons are not that broad that right. I know everything that they're saying. Um, so I have to sit down and really pay attention. But that's hard when you're trying to edit, when you're trying to make dinner, when you're trying to do washings, when you're, right. you know, that's why I quite like watching the dubs because at least if I'm leaving the room for two minutes, I can hear what they're mm-hmm. saying and I'm right. not really missing much right right well basically what what you end up missing what they're saying is oh shit Aaron died wait no he didn't <laughs> and so that's <laughs> I don't always die but when I do I don't <laughs> they like killed this kid they killed this kid like four times and he just keeps coming back mm, sounds like supernatural Oh, yeah, right? Where dying for them is just like another way to get something done at this point. 
I can't get into this house. I'll just kill myself. <laughs> Turn into a ghost, born, unlock born the door, and dead. then repossess my body and come back. It's like, <laughs> all yeah. right. You guys are a little weird now. <laughs> that show is so campy and awful. I love it. Like, but what I was going to say about Castlevania, and since you like anime that has great animation, this is definitely a 10 out of 10 would watch again. I'm just hoping that season two has the line, it's a terrible night to have a curse. Just put that in there. Do you get that you know? reference, Moscow? No. You don't have to. It's, it's from fine. the second video game. <laughs> it made no sense in the video game either. Uh, and what do you mean it made no sense? It was when it went from daytime to nighttime. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. But it was supposed to have like a different connotation to it. Anyway. Well, um, everything with the second game was cryptic, so there's that. <laughs> yeah, it's not cryptic. It's just incomplete. Um. The other line I want to see is, uh, one is a man, a miserable pile, a little, a little pile of... Uh, come on, pile if you're going to do it, do it right. I'm sorry. <laughs> How about you? <laughs> yeah, I, I want, I want that line. And, uh, speaking of which, to further build onto your love of Castlevania, there is a Symphony of the Night slash other one like combo pack that's going to be circle of the moon or whatever yeah circle of the moon that's right. it that and symphony of the night are going to be in like a single pack that's coming to ps4 nice so they that, were both the handheld ones right for the the game boy advance or ds or whatever i, I think one of them was playstation one and the other one okay was DS. yeah but on the the sad side of it is it's it's a new localization so you're miserable Little pile of secrets <laughs> is not in the the PS4 release. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Because they hate us. Yeah, because they took out the biggest meme on the internet. <laughs> oh man! And the funny thing is, literally everybody wants to hear that line, and you have to play the whole game just to get to it. <laughs> or watch YouTube. Yes, that is very true. It's like, play 18 hours worth of a game? Fuck that, I'm going right to the end on YouTube. <laughs> nope, I'm going to watch a speedrun video instead. Yeah, that is true. That's how I finish games anymore. I just watch somebody else do it Ain't for me. Ain't that the fucking truth? <laughs> games now I are never, just weird. I never would have finished Friday the 13th on a Nintendo had I not watched somebody else do it. Yeah, Did you do it all three times, though? What? the? No, I watched like a, a, a full, complete speedrun on right. Friday the 13th. Because so, that was something yes, I did not actually I know. Completed three times. Right. Because that's actually something I didn't know. Like the very first time I ever, you know, quote unquote, defeated Jason, I did not know that he comes back for two more times until I was like much later in my in my life. So I used to literally play Friday the 13th when I was a wee lad. I was probably like seven or eight and should not have been playing it. But hey, you know, that's what they did the horror games back then. They made it very, very cheesy. And G-rated for the children. <laughs> so the fact there that there's... There were zombies in this game. Yeah. But I think AVGN actually said it best where he was like going and talking about all of the uh, the monsters that are featured in the game. He was like, why don't you just call it Boo Haunted House? <laughs> because it's like scary jack-o'-lanterns and zombies and vampires. Like, because Haunted House was an Atari game. That is very true. Where you played as Meatwad. <laughs> I think I think it was that you were holding a candle and that light was supposed to. But it totally looked like meat wad, and you know him right. 
It did. Oh, Christ. What was the animal that your character rides on in the game Joust? It's supposed to be a horse. I know that, right? No. No. Joust? Wait, I'm trying to think. Isn't it like a seahorse or something weird? It flies? A pegasus? A unicorn? It's not a horse. It's not... (laughs) It's not an equine Motherfucker, when you joust, you fucking ride on a horse. <laughs> joust on Atari. Come on, man. Call yourself master of retro games. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's an ostrich. Then why would you flap your fucking arms? They don't fly. <laughs> they do joust. For those of you playing the home game, freaking Frost is over here flapping his arms like an asshole. <laughs> Which is making me think of flying horse and everything. But no, you're riding an ostrich, okay. But yeah, okay, a flying horse is not called a unicorn, though. It's called a... Pegasus. Pegasus. Which, is, yeah, which is the first thing that I did say. I did say Pegasus and then unicorn. <laughs> I, went, I went Greek and then ended up Scots. <laughs> ostrich. That's funny. Oh, speaking speaking of unicorns, I just unlocked one as a dragon in Dragalia Lust. I have a unicorn now. Unicorn. And apparently it thinks it's a dragon. I'm like, okay, well, whatever. Fine. Funny. It's beautiful. Of course. It kills shit with a big-ass spike on its forehead. That's what I would do if I had a big-ass spike on my forehead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd be the scariest dude at the metal concert. <laughs> people dead yeah. see now I want to see what the hell these friggin things actually looked like just search joust Atari I can't, you've see, never played joust I don't think I ever had that one but I'm looking at it and I see how it can be an ostrich but I would totally look at that and just be like yeah it's a two legged horse <laughs> with a bird's head and neck it's a horse that lays it's eggs. the Atari you have to use your imagination when you're no, four it's... years old and playing Atari, you think it's a horse. Show somebody a picture of the dragon from Atari Adventure and ask them what they think it is. That's a fucking seahorse. The hell is that? There you go. I what I was expecting at all. <laughs> Wait a minute, put that, put that back up at the screen. I can't even make that shit out. What the fuck is that? <laughs> it's apparently that's supposed to be a man jousting on an ostrich. That's not a... Oh, right, bring it a wee bit over to the, the, the... Yeah, a wee bit over the... Ah, I see the ostrich now. Show the kiosk art or the, the arcade cabinet art for joust because that's pretty much where it all is. Okay. But that was actually... It was a question on Jeopardy not long ago. They had a an entire video game section and i was surprised to see that most people got that question wrong it was what animal are you riding on in the atari game joust and i was like it's an ostrich there you go there is. now see that makes sense yeah. if you if you have the marquee it makes sense but when you see that even as we witnessed here in real it time showing it to moscow what the fuck is that <laughs> When you yeah. see it in motion, it makes sense too. Like it's the, the sprite was actually pretty good for it. Actually, can't see it. It it was literally, you know, like Space Invader type animation style right. of what could only be described as a a, a yellow wow. nine pixels of something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, until somebody points out to you what it's meant to be, it does not even look. (laughs) Are we just showing off 
for pulp figures now. Yeah, why not? Yeah. What do you got, Moscow? Well, <laughs> oh, you're talking about Space Invaders, so I had to put the Space Invader up. <laughs> I've got um, I've got some like exclusive pops that came with the Marvel Corpse collections. So I've got Wolverine on his motorbike, and then I've got like a um, Captain America versus Iron Iron Man Civil War. Mm-hmm. You know that's Marvel Core, right? Yeah, my Hi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Leave her alone, you <laughs> fucker. So, Kane, I know you guys call it core, and 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 the show's called core, and it's just stupid because it's there's a PS at the end. Damn us <laughs> Americans in our Latin language. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Damn you. Well, we don't have a language of our own. We just exactly. stole from we everyone stole else. from everyone else. That's what America is. <laughs> just like the, the English language comes from German. Right, that is very true. It was three German philosophers that came up with the English language. And I'm pretty sure the Gaelic that we would have used in Scotland and in Ireland came from, like, Norse? I can't mm. I don't I'm talking out my arse here, but... That's why it's such a beautiful-sounding language. <laughs> <laughs> what, because ah. it comes out of my arse? <laughs> <laughs> Just grunting and hitting trash cans with a battle axe. Is that that gumball show or whatever? What the fuck is it called? <laughs> Viking Metal. Yeah, gumball. Yeah. There's a video clip on uh, on gumball where the kids are on the bus and they're like, what's grindcore? And the uh, the bus driver's it's like, it's our show. Oh. <laughs> and he's, he, the bus driver, like, comes back to the bus and he starts explaining, like, the differences between, like, hardcore and metal. Right. And it's like, and... Viking metal is just hitting a trash can with an axe. Yep. <laughs> they're like, oh. And they're all just like, I just learned something. But who's driving the bus? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Not good. Not good. It's from my favorite gumball episode. It's called The Lie. And um, basically, they create a new holiday to fill the gap between Christmas and the following holiday, if we're not counting New Year's. So on January 11th, they create Slazzle Tag, which is when you decorate your toilet as metal as you possibly can, and you wait for uh, uh, their their version of Santa Claus to come and leave you gifts. And they said the traditional music that you listen to is grindcore, and this ca- this Santa-like character is like an old metalhead with a long beard that rides in a busted up <laughs> minivan that's towed by eight Dobermans. What the f- <laughs> This show it's was cr- created by me, wasn't it? <laughs> it's such an awesome show. I love it so much. Oh, man. But I was going to say, shit, that's I've, like my holiday every ever, day. <laughs> ever since hearing of this holiday, I actually celebrate Salazzle Tag every January 11th. Oh, my God. Pixar so. yeah. <sighs> didn't beautiful. happen. <laughs> He's like, where's my phone? I'll show you back. Hold my beer. Right. Want <laughs> it. But yeah, speaking of holidays, what's everybody doing for Halloween since that's the next coming holiday? Oh, I am decorating my place, and, and then I'm going to get all the little goodie bags ready for the kids coming around, and then I'm going to be here answering the door to the kids and making their Halloween extra cool. That's what I'm going to be doing for mine. I'm assuming that you're going to be on the highway driving home the entire time. Me? Yeah, probably. (laughs) 
What did you do for Halloween, huh? I drove <laughs> to and from work. work. <laughs> here's here's a fan image of the uh, the spirit of Slazzletag. Oh my god. I saw it pop up when you posted it there. Oh man. It's beautiful. Oh my goodness me. Such a great episode of Gumball. Right, guys, I will have to head soon, so I don't know what you want to do for a wrap-up. I guess as far as a wrap-up, last thing that needs to be said, obviously, reason why this episode happened was because you finally broke 50k, but now it's more like 55k, so yeah! Thank you <laughs> very much! Congratulations on that, that's so awesome. And to think, like, when we first brought you around, I think you just broke, like, 23, and now here you are at 55, so you're going at a uh, great pace, and keep doing what she, you're doing. She was I such can't. a wee Scottish lass. And <laughs> now, we can be, so much. now we can be hipsters and be like, I knew Moscow before she was cool. <laughs> <laughs> Yet, however, she's always been, like, exponentially cooler than us. Right. So that... Oh, not at all. Not at all. I think the only thing that makes you me so say, You can say that acting. when we surpass 55,000 listeners. <laughs> <laughs> How many listeners have you got just now? Seven? Something like that. <laughs> it's Eight, maybe? To build following on any platform, honestly. It really is. Realize just how difficult it is mm-hmm. right now to break into any kind of media business online. Mm-hmm. Like, it's either have to have a hook that is so niche which is pretty much impossible right now because everything's been done. Or you have to, like, I don't know, already have a platform worth launching from. So, like, if you got into Vine early or something and then you cross-platformed. Or if you are already a celebrity in something, like Will Smith started up a YouTube channel and obviously is at, like, 3 million subscribers because it's Will Smith. Mm -hmm. Um. But right now, I don't think people appreciate it. Like, everybody nowadays is like, oh, when I grow up, I want to be a YouTuber. And I'm sitting there going, ah, kids, no, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Good luck. So I've worked for free for so many years. Because um, I think a lot of people forget that I've been doing this for effectively four years now. I've been doing YouTube. And, like, 55,000 subscribers in four years, that's not actually that much, not when you think about it. But if anybody nowadays is trying to break into the market, they see just how big that is because of how hard it is to start off like that initial like it took me a year to build up my first 100 subscribers mm-hmm. it was insane. it was so ridiculous yeah uh the youtube channel that i started and i'm no longer a part of i think they just breached 500 not too long ago it's been two years mm-hmm. yeah yeah so mm-hmm. you know it's and it's it's stressful work uh, it is. because it's... you know you have you have to know how the analytics work mm-hmm. and you have to know how you know you have to be consistent in your your appearance and your content yeah. and unfortunately for you know me or my group of people our consistency doesn't exist because we're constantly just trying new and interesting things uh or at least things that we think are new and interesting and so you know that doesn't subscribe that doesn't go well to subscriber base because they're looking for more of the same you know like avgn yeah. is the same video every right. time you watch one he talks about just you a know, different feature right? toilet humor alcohol and why this game sucks <laughs> and that's you know consistent uh 
that's just how things are. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, it's a full-time job. Absolutely. Right. And you will be working for free for quite a long time. Mm-hmm. You only know that you've really made it once somebody mails you a Nintendo Switch. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Congrats, Diane. For sure. I will say, yeah, though. You made it. For our one-year anniversary, Frost and I kind of did celebrate to ourselves at the fact that we do have 2,000 listens at that day. So we were really happy and proud about that. That's, that, that's true. That A, we lasted a year and we were still doing it, and B, we did have 2K on listens. So we were both very happy and ecstatic about that. I don't know how many listeners that translates to, but that's a bit. Right. I'm sorry, yeah. what were you saying? You know, a lot of people burn out. Like, a lot of people don't even make it to the year mark before right. they've had enough. Um, I've seen so many people at my work, like, and my friends, everybody, start YouTube and then, like, six months later, or, like, try doing a podcast and then six months later, they're like, oh, no, I'm done. It wasn't really what I thought it was going to be. And I'm mm-hmm. like, but you have to stick at it. Like, you can't just give up. Right. This is true. And I think, you know, the advantage that John and I have is that we police each other. Um if one of us isn't there, the other <laughs> one will take over and, you know, we'll just constantly be reminding each other. It's like, OK, this day we're going to do this thing. We're going to do a show, come up with something. And, you know, we just we try and keep at it. And a lot of it, it's doing this is more for us, I think, is yeah. that it's something that we both enjoy passionately. Right. Uh, we and it's a, it's a good way that we keep in communication with each other, especially since I moved and, you know, like our friend base is like all but disappeared at that point. So it's just, you know, it's, it's for us. But at the same time, if this is something that we like, it's probably something someone else might enjoy. And then we also get to harass and meet and have special guests. Harass. Uh, that... <laughs> right, Lisa. <laughs> I I know I've given Moscow shit. She knows it too. <laughs> but she also knows that it's all in good fun. Of and course. uh naturally. But you know, it's definitely something that it is work, but I think for us it's just more fun and trying to keep things going. And I mean, hell, we're we're coming up on year two pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Um, uh the only thing that I want to know, and actually, Moscow, I can use you for this. When you take your trip to Japan, I want you to find our one listener in Japan. I, I hear there's not a whole lot of people there, so it should be pretty easy. <laughs> it should be pretty easy, yeah. It's not like Tokyo has triple Scotland's entire population just staying in Tokyo alone. Right. On but... one block, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly. The, the, the crosswalk in Akihabara has more people there than the entire UK as a whole. Yeah. But... Do you know that was one thing that like really bugged me recently, and I don't know, I, I, I don't know if I mentioned it to you guys already before, but like somebody had posted in my wee Scottish group that was like, "Did you know that there are more um, bagpipe players in America than in Scotland?" And I'm sitting there going, <laughs> "Because Scotland I totally get where you're like coming from." Yeah, five million people. America has like three hundred and fifty million people. Even if Everybody in Scotland played bagpipes. There would still be more people playing them in America. Right. I'm like, you have to do that shit as a percentage, not as a, like, did you know? No, right. it's not how that works. <laughs> I would say probably the size and population of Scotland is just the state that I live in as far yeah, as, like, you know, landmass and people living in it. So 
Again, that's one state out of 50. So you could say one fiftieth of the people playing bagpipes are living in Scotland, whereas 49 out of 50 are here in the States. Thank you, I see. So there you go. You could say for every one person in Scotland, there's 49 other people playing the bagpipes in the States. (laughs) There is actually a a gentleman at the park where I go to play Pokemon Go who practices his bagpipes there. It's so awesome. And he's, he's he's quite good at it, so... I mean, really, if you count that guy and the Dropkick Murphys, that's <laughs> probably a higher percentage of Americans that play bagpipes than Scott. Oh, man. So, yeah. It's so awesome. I, I can't imagine. I, I think just... Country. I imagine just being Scottish doesn't necessarily mean you're born with a set of bagpipes. Did you know that just like how in Australia they teach you to wrestle sharks, in Scotland schools they teach you how to play bagpipes and make agath and wear kilts? Did you know in America everybody eats cows? (laughs) In America they show you how to shoot a gun. Still never shot a gun, thank you, you're welcome. (laughs) Good, you'll shoot your eye out. Thank you, Christmas Story. You have taught me very well. Right, guys, I'm going to shoot. I've got stuff to get ready for work tomorrow. Oh, I can't be bothered. All right. See you later, cunts. Yeah. Right, and even before we go about doing that, again, Moscow, thank you so much for coming back, even on, you know, doing a <clears throat> third appearance. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, always, always great to see and hear from you and everything else in between. And actually, normally... The episode's coming out on Friday, but since I'm leaving Thursday morning, I might even just put it up tonight, if not tomorrow. And then we'll we'll, we'll tag you on on Twitter and everything. Yeah, bro, you're welcome. Thanks. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I worked very hard to be here today. Right. But honestly, I will blatantly admit this. I have no problem doing any episodes without you. I definitely enjoy it. Now, what I was going to say was, I prefer when you're around because it's definitely a lot more fun. And as much as I like to call you the anchor, and I know you hate that nickname, you really are more of a driving force behind this show because I'm kind of very cut and dry, where it's like, this is what we're going to do. All right, I did it. All right, goodbye. Whereas Frost is like, oh, yeah, by the way, and then just come out and sideswipe <laughs> you. Should I call you the Should I call you the flanker then? Because you just flank everyone from the side. <laughs> that just has a really weird sexual connotation to it that Only I don't because know you made it that way. Take. <laughs> right. Touché. I hate to break up this marriage. Um but yes, thanks very much for having me guys. It's been a pleasure as always. And uh, yeah, maybe I'll I'll swing bang swing back on when I hit another subscriber milestone. Who knows? Like seventy five thousand on the countdown to a hundred thousand or something. We can we can do something. Um, Fifty six thousand Sky. See it in three weeks. Entirely up to you. Anytime, anytime. You can come back for the Christmas holiday, you can come back for New Year's, you can come back for Valentine's, you can come back for St. Patty's Day, you can come back for Easter, you can come back for everything. But we could do something for Christmas. All right, cool, guys. Well, it's been a pleasure. And uh, for all of those of you listening, please don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. And uh, I will see you next week with another. No, I won't. That's that would be totally on her own channel. You will see her next week. (laughs) See me next week on my channel. But for you guys, I will. I will hear you. Will hear me at some point again towards potentially Christmas, maybe. But yes. Anyway, catch you guys. Bye.